Have you ever thought this whole self-love thing was a sham? Maybe it's selfish to love yourself. Or better yet, it's being conceited or vain to love yourself. Well, in today's episode, we're going to define what self-love is in a way that tears this myth right on down. Let's chat about self-love, shall we? Welcome back to the Momfully You podcast. I'm Chastity, mom, therapist, and coach over on momfullyyou.com, helping you be good at being you. And I love being able to provide support and content and answer questions over in my online community, Momfully You Academy. And the Academy is getting an upgrade. It's getting an app. We are so close to being able to launch this. and I've been so excited to make it more accessible so you can be in your pocket and you can get notifications and stay in the know of what's happening in the community. So I'm just so excited and looking forward to that. Um, I wanted to remind you that there is only one week left to register for Rebuilding Your Narrative. This is a free workshop, a free masterclass that is going to give you some practical tips to help you accept who you are versus who you are not. We spend so much time reaching for the next thing, comparing our lives to other people, not feeling confident. Um, And I just wonder what it would be like for us to put that same amount of energy or more into accepting where we are right now without having to change a thing. So in my free masterclass, Rebuilding Your Narrative, that's exactly what we're going to do. This is happening March 25th at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you are not able to make it live, no worries. I understand there is going to be a replay sent out to you, but you do have to register so that I can have your information to get that to you. So um, you will find the link to register for that in the bio, and I cannot wait to see you there. Now, let's get into today's topic of kind of diving into demystifying self-love. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I want us to talk about this today because it's important that we find a healthy and happy middle. Oftentimes, we get caught up in this kind of black or white thinking, but especially when it comes to what we think self-love is and how we choose to walk that out. Um, we will kind of pick up all of these definitions and soak in all of these different perspectives about self-love that I don't think is actually true, right? And if it has been true for you in the past, today might be your day to come up with a brand new definition and be able to love yourself in a way that feels good and healthy for you. So I was recently having several conversations with a lot of my friends about like, what is self-love? You know, like we don't really have a clear definition of what this is. Um, And so here are kind of a few of the things that came up in the conversations that I was having. And uh, one of the things is like, is self-love selfish? You can raise your hand, give me a little toot toot. If you've ever thought that before, like, to love yourself is a um, it's a selfish act. We're supposed to be selfless. We're supposed to serve our neighbors and be kind and help other people out. We're supposed to think about others before we think about ourselves. And so that could seem like the opposite end of that, which is loving yourself, is being selfish. So that's one of the things that came up. Another thing was 
like I said earlier, there's no true definition of what it looks like. It's so personalized for different people and how that they kind of walk out self-love. And there's so many different definitions that have been tossed around. We don't know what to believe. We don't know what to think about self-love. Um, and we have to be able to come up with our own specific definition that reaches each individual, right? Something else came up was, you know, is self-love just another form of self-care? And I can kind of identify with this. And I would also go on to say that self-love is a product of self-care, our ability to take care of ourselves. But we, we're going to get to all of that. I want to kind of dive a little bit more deeper into that. But um, before we go into that, I want us to kind of look at what the interwebs and the internet people have to say about self-love. And so I found a definition that says self-love is defined as love of self or a regard for one's own happiness or advantage. And that word advantage brought up something in me that kind of sounded like, I'm only looking out for me. Like, what's in it for me? What kind of gain do I get out of this exchange? I'm only kind of concerned about, like, what's in it for me, right? And in that case, I can see how people um, or why people would say that's selfish. If you're only thinking about yourself, that's selfish. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. <laughs> Here are some other things that I've found that kind of speak to that view of self-love. Things like self-love is vain. And, you know, vanity is this excessive belief in one's own abilities or attractiveness to others. I'm thinking about myself and how I look and how I'm perceived as others, right? Um, the key here is excessive um, or being concerned excessively or exclusively for oneself or one's own advantage, there's that word again, pleasure or welfare, regardless of others, regardless of others, right? So excessive advantage, regardless of others. Um, there were some other words that were kind of thrown into some things that I found that mention ecocystic, um, narcissist, right? Again, very extreme and excessive versions of that. And although those are extreme, I think that most people think about that when it comes to self-love. It's like our brains kind of only want to go to that, um, that side of the spectrum versus being able to look out in the middle and hang out in the middle. So it's kind of like you, you are either very humble and selfless or you are self-indulgent and selfish. It's like <laughs> either you are like doing things for everybody and not concerning yourself with things that, that are for you or you don't care about anybody and you're only concerned about things that, you know, help you and are, are at your advantage neither of those is healthy, right? So let us kind of demystify this and find the healthy middle. I think self-love is the ongoing act of considering what is good and healthy for you in all aspects of your life, whether that is 
you know, your relationships, your jobs, all of the roles that you manage and are kind of included into your identity, right? And all aspects of your life, are you considering what is good and healthy for you? I think it is, you know, this kind of act of listening and the determined will to do what you've listened to about yourself, right? Listening to what matters to you, what brings you, um, brings out rather the best in you, what helps you show up the most authentic to you. Yeah, I think self-love is this consideration and also kind of this permission that you give yourself that only you can give to yourself. Now, granted, there are absolutely times that people can extend us um, grace and kindness and allow us to to kind of um, be our authentic selves or how, however you kind of want to put that or say that. But we know ourselves better than anybody else. Even if we're not necessarily listening to ourselves, we know, right? There is a deep knowing. Sometimes it takes some digging and some dusting off and just some... Where you at? Okay, there you are. <laughs> you know, if we have to kind of dig around a little bit, we know ourselves better than anyone else. So I think that self-love kind of comes from what only we know, right? It's this con- this consideration, you know, it that does not rule out other people, but it certainly doesn't rule you out either. All right. So here are a few ways that I want you to think about when it comes to practicing self-love. And you can start this today because they're very simple. And a lot of these things you've probably heard me talk about already. Um, But with the, the most important one being at the top of the list is getting curious about what you want and need. I have lots of other episodes about how you can do this, but asking yourself, In any moment, when you're facing any decision or going through any transition, right? Ask yourself, is this good and healthy for me? Is it good and healthy for me? Or am I following along with someone else's good and healthy, right? And hoping that it will be good and healthy for me. Oh, that looks like the way. They look like they've got it down packed. Maybe if I just try to do what they're doing, I'll get the same result. I'll look as happy. I'll be as thin. I'll be as blah, 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 right? Whatever it is that we deem to be good and healthy for someone else, and we try to adapt that in and soak that in and make make it good and healthy for us, that may not be true. So asking yourself, is it good and healthy for me? Or am I trying to make someone else this is good and healthy, good and healthy for me? Um, the second one, which is also very important, It's being able to set boundaries, Um, whether that is a physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, right? All of these different types of boundaries that we can set um, in our relationships um, and really all aspects of our lives, right? Being able to set boundaries to say, this is what I will allow and this is what I won't allow that helps protect you gives you this sense of like, again, I know what is good and healthy for me. When I cross this line or when I allow other people to cross this line, this boundary, then I am I am kind of exposing myself in a way that is not good and healthy for me. So setting boundaries is a whole nother conversation in and of itself, right? It can be very difficult to set boundaries, especially 
with people that we love and we feel very connected with family members, friends, you know, even jobs and careers. It can be difficult to do that. But it's so necessary to be able to love yourself in a way that says, this is this is my line. This is my line. I'm okay with the things that are on, on this side of the line. I am not okay with things that are on the other side of that line. Because when you, uh, again, kind of leave that um, line very um, undefined and you let people overstep it, then you're kind of communicating to yourself in this way that, you know, it doesn't really, what you need and what you want is not as important as what someone else needs or wants. And that's not true, right? You can love yourself, consider, right, what is good and healthy for you in a way that enforces healthy boundaries for yourself. And yes, even if it makes other people uncomfortable, I know. We'll talk about boundaries at some point because that is that is a whole nother topic, right? I'm sure you understand. Um, and then the other way that I think we can kind of practice this self-love and start today is by creating um, a routine of self-care. Now, you guys know that I am a huge component of self-care being on a spectrum, that you can practice um, self-care at any different level, at any given moment, right? It could be basic things that are help keep, <laughs> help to keep you um, alive and well. Those kind of basic needs, taking a shower, going to bed on time. Like, yes, I am not one of those people that say taking a shower is not self care, because if I'm talking to a new mom or post or a person who is in a new transition or life is extremely hard um, or overwhelming, I'm not going to tell them that taking a shower is is not self-care. That's not true, right? It's not true. Basic self-care is still self-care. And then if you want to do leisure things that bring you a little bit more joy joy, and make you a little bit more happy, you have a little more bit more time and energy to do those things, do it, right? And then that more luxury side of self-care, um, spending more time doing things that maybe require you to leave the house or hang out with friends or whatever that is, right? It's on a spectrum and it's okay to fluctuate on that spectrum at any time that you need to. There is no shame in taking a shower or eating a meal as your self-care. All right, I'm, I'm off of my soapbox right now. <laughs> um, so even if, you know, your self-care um, is basic leisure or luxurious, um, doing something every day, small or big, to help you um, pretty much like preserve yourself, rejuvenate yourself, um, rest, have fun, the permission to laugh and bring joy into your day. Sometimes we can get so caught up in the habits of life. I need to do this for this person. I need to do that for that. And this has to happen. And all of those serious things can really create this kind of sense of overwhelm and you know, baggage really from the day and um, things that are supposed to bring us joy actually feel like burdens. And so I invite you to bring joy into your day, do things that make you happy and rejuvenate you, even if it's small or basic or leisure or luxurious, right? Do that because that's how you're communicating to yourself. You are important and you matter and this is good and healthy for you. And I'm going to make sure that you get that, right? So Self-love is not about, you know, I love myself only, but it is about I love myself 
too. There are many ways to practice self-love. And I just want you to be able to feel empowered to practice self-love in a way that feels right um, for you. I kind of gave you some examples here, but you might come up with your own definition. Um, There's lots of uh, definitions kind of running around in the world about what um, self-love is, but you get to create your own definition and follow through with that, right? So loving yourself doesn't make you selfish, conceited, or vain. I think it makes you acknowledge that you too are worth what is good and what is healthy. Everything mentioned in today's episode will be linked in the show notes, including your invitation to join me and other mamas over in Maya, my online community. I'd love to support you there in your own version of self-love and walking that out to find out what is good and healthy for you. All right, mama, until next time, take care.